Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, January 31st, last day of January 2022. It honestly went by reasonably quickly. For January, that wasn't that bad. But today's a special day. The Super Bowl is set. The NFC and the AFC Championship games have finished. It's episode 76. It's National Bubble Wrap Day. And we have a guest. Very exciting times. What's up, guys? Yeah, it's I know. Boy. You heard He's him back. before. He's back. It's Tony back in the cut. Last episode, we were criticizing the Rams or the Lions fans who were cheering on the Rams because of Stafford. So we just had to bring an expert on the subject. Yeah, I'm just here to defend all the Lions fans who cheer on Stafford. You guys are doing great. Keep it up. <laughs> we'll get to Tone. Owen, what's up? Not much, dude. Um, enjoying the eight of the last 12 quarters of football of the year. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, stole your, kind of stole your well, thunder there. There's the Pro Bowl, you know. That's, True, that's I'm, four yeah, more. That's right. I'm high, I'm fired up. For and that. if you count like the dodgeball and the the yeah, other contests, skills. yeah, that's another quarter basically. <laughs> right. So you can have those. Right. Alex, what's up? In a new Raider coat today. Yeah, new Raider coat. Uh, yeah, kind of big deal today. Hired a new GM, new coach, but I'm just happy that I didn't miss a whole day of football today. You're back. Yeah. I'd say the games were better than the divisional games. I mean, <laughs> heat take. Yeah, it might be. Um, but I'm just happy I got to watch some football. So, yeah, I'm good. I love it. Adam, what's up with you? What's up? Uh, shout out Alex. Brought some pizza for the boys today. Got mm. a nice little pizza party going. Um, I'm not a big... Okay, I don't know why that was funny, Owen. I was, you, uh, you definitely took advantage. So. I did. I took advantage. How I'll many slices? It. That's not important. Anyway. <laughs> the more you know. Owen liked that one. Um, As we've said, the championship games today, two pretty good games all in all. I was was very pleased by the games. I know Alex certainly was, as he alluded to. Which one do you guys want to talk about first? you want to talk about the Rams? Do you want to talk about the Bungles? Let's go Rams because it's fresh. Rams because it's fresh. Okay. Okay. All right. I can get down with that. It was a good game. Came down to the wire. Rams win it 20-17. to They're going to play the Super Bowl at home this year but the story for me is more san francisco who led that one 17 to 7 up by 10 again if you remember they were up by 10 in the super bowl did you feel like san francisco at all sort of choked that one up towards the end we've seen him do it before shanahan obviously he suffered the greatest defeat in football history up 28 to 3 and electing to pass the game away for atlanta we saw him lead in the super bowl late we obviously saw it tonight to me it didn't really feel like they did much that was like a huge choke other than obviously that touchdown to cup that was a little controversial why he was one-on-one but other than that it was just like it seemed like the rams just played really well they didn't really throw the game away like by passing the ball too much they were still trying to run the clock out they were still sticking to what was working and it just stopped working so i'm gonna um, Stand up for your my, boys. I'm gonna concede my analysis on that one. I don't know why. Yeah, that I would. Got away. I would agree with you. I don't think they made a lot of mistakes that caused them to lose the game. But I think part of the problem when, when we talk about a guy like Jimmy G is, you know, he, he's gonna limit your mistakes to a certain extent. Um, but he's when you, when you have to pass and get chunks of yards at the end of games, he's not gonna be able to do that. And that doesn't show up on the stat sheet as necessarily like turnovers. But it's just the omission of the, those big plays is what ends up affecting the outcome of a game. And that's why there's a problem with him 
in that offense, in my opinion. That's not a bad take. I think that every Niner fan would concede that they want to get ahead in games. They want to run the ball. They want to let their defense sort of take control of the destiny a bit and let themselves chew the clock and run it down. That's basically been the Shanahan game plan since he got there. I think you put yourself at a disadvantage, obviously, when you're asking Jimmy G to make throws, which is obviously why they traded up to draft a quarterback. I don't think the way they lost today didn't really change how I felt about them the entire season, really. I mean, they did lead that game. The Kittle touchdown, it certainly felt like they were going to win that game, but, I mean, credit to Los Angeles. They played a heck of a game. Yeah, I felt like they, like Phil said, kind of at the start of the season, I knew what their limitations were. I knew that, you know, they could make a run, but at the end of the day, look, I, I like Jimmy G, but like Owen said, he does have his limitations. Shanahan also, like multiple times he's choked in, in big games, so I think a little bit of, <clears throat> um, he has to take a little bit of onus on that too. And I thought when Sean McVay, uh, had those two failed challenges and he had no timeouts. I was like, yeah, this, like you guys should close this out here. Like, uh, like, I don't know you score and, and they get the ball back. It's tough with no timeouts. Your defense can come up big, but, um, I, I kind of did think that at the end there, Jimmy G might have another, another shot, like a game winning drive. Cause he did it a few weeks ago, a few yeah. weeks ago. And it was a, it was a perfect drive. So I thought, okay, maybe here, but yeah, it, it, it looked tough for him. So, um, I just think the Rams were a better team at the end of the day, more talented team, better quarterback. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, hard to disagree with it when you put it like that. And that leads us to the Rams who, I mean, Matt Stafford finally stepped up. That was a signature win. And that, that can bring in Tony with a big take because there was a conversation in this room, 10 minutes to go. We said, what's Matt Stafford going to do here? And Tony said, probably nothing seen this movie before mm. he's probably gonna yeah, do nothing i was i'm very used to this i'm very used to seeing just matt stafford <laughs> or just just something with lions just blowing blowing it away even though he's in the past it was in the past I, I he still maybe, got the stink on him yeah maybe, maybe it would have creeped up on him you know yeah and luckily it didn't he did he did great that was a legacy me. that was a legacy definer right there literally you'd have to say so now back to back weeks he did it last week with the game on the line he obviously didn't do it in the you know seven drives before yeah. that but with the game on the line <laughs> yeah back to back weeks he's made the big throws and put it away i think you know is it does it change your opinion of him at all it certainly does for me now i can't say oh i mean he's never done it in the big game i've seen the big drives he obviously didn't play a fantastic flawless game today i mean he almost threw it right into Jaquaski tarts bread basket there but um yeah. still i mean i mean yeah, yeah, that, he every, did. That every was, yeah, he right. did throw it into yeah. his bread he, basket like you said he wasn't sure which receiver he wanted to throw it through, so just through put it in the middle, middle. Yeah. yeah put it right down the middle yeah. but the, i mean the key is i mean luck's a part of winning every football game ever so i have no problem with it i've seen it now two weeks in a row does it make me feel any way about the super bowl pick i'm not giving that away yet i'm gonna keep that you know in the Tucked. vest until next next week but it could in theory certainly changes the way i talk about him i'd say three straight playoff wins i mean you know towards the end of the game putting uh putting a, a sorry cornerback on cup one-on-one surely you know helps stafford i mean i could have made that throw towards the end because cup had like a freaking like six feet on him i'd like That's to see the, alex make the throw two two seconds <laughs> yeah with my big hands um and but i i knew at the like I'm speaking honestly here. As soon when when the Rams traded for him, I knew you know this could be big for them. Like like he's he's a very talented guy, and I think he's more than ten to fifteen percent better than Goff. Um, so he he was a he he kept the lines which were you know organizationally and 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 roster wise horrible, 
um, and getting him in here with the Rams, I I'm not I'm on, I'm not surprised because I did pick them to to go to yeah. the Super Bowl. So I'm not surprised. Brand, I knew I knew I knew he had, yeah. In case you forgot, um, so I'm not really surprised. I I knew he 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 had it in him and he could do it. So, um, look, I think I've I've always thought Stafford is, you know, borderline top ten guy. Um, and to me, I think that in both cases. Like when you look at these two teams, I see them as like on a kind of a parallel path. I think the Niners are a bit ahead, maybe two, one or two seasons where they both have kind of innovative young offensive coaches. Uh, they both like to run the ball and they both have similarly strong defenses and offensive lines. But the difference is, uh, and the reason I say they're, they're a couple years ahead is because the, um, you know, the Rams were able to do what the 49ers haven't necessarily been able to do yet, and, and that's get the guy who can make those throws at the end of games when you need him to make the throws. And that was Stafford. And, you know, I think he, he obviously makes mistakes and makes some bad throws, and he's done that his whole career. Um, but uh, uh, he's about 10 to 15% better at the end of games, and that's when, you know, it manifests him, it manifests the difference between him and Jared Goff, and that's what he did today. Hang on to your takes. Like Owen I do want to clarify that take. Like, Stafford is a much better quarterback than Jared Goff. Yes. But my much. point is, in the system and in the way they're, the, in the things they're asked to do and in the way they play within the Rams' offense... In my opinion, Stafford is about ten to fifteen percent better. Well, I think a ten to fifteen percent improvement at your quarterback is massive. Like that's not a tiny improvement. Oh, that's oh, my yeah. point. Yeah. Well, that's given how good their roster is too. Right? Yeah. So all you need is the ten to fifteen percent because that golf could still, you know, be obviously above five hundred in that roster. Yeah, yeah, and even look back to the Super Bowl; they lost by ten points. Yeah, and if by, you look, yeah, if you look at their record this year compared to last year with with the extra game, they've only they only won one more. So you take that extra game off, which they won. At, I guess they lost at the end of the year, but you know, it's roughly the same record. Yeah. At that point. No, it's it's true. Yeah. That little ten to fifteen percent can make a big difference sometimes. Yeah, I agree. You, you never know. Um, I'd say from the Ram perspective going into the Super Bowl, I would say that it's probably a pretty good sign that their defense did a very good job against the run today. And Cincinnati did have a tough time running the ball. We'll talk about their game later in more detail, but they did have a tough time running the ball. I thought they did well against the ground today. The pass, I mean, it's hard to say because Jimmy G and Joe Burrow is like a, you know, a tier to a d tier it's in some would say that uh, yeah oh yeah oh yeah see, whoa, see. whoa all you want give him a see give him a see uh, i watch football every sunday and that's my take um but i i feel pretty confident for them that they could drop a pretty good game plan to neutralize cincinnati the line opened at minus four we'll talk about the game in more detail later but to me i feel pretty confident that if they played a similar game to the way they did today they could beat cincinnati yeah, Cincinnati's O-line has been uh, looking ugly these playoffs. Even though they're winning these games, their O-line doesn't look great, and I don't know how you're supposed to block Aaron Donald and Von Miller with that O-line. So that's definitely a scary sight. It is. That's an, that's an ugly line right there, <laughs> yeah. right away. You got anything? No, yeah, I, I agree as well. Like The, the O-line's been a big, big-time problem for them. Joe Burrow got out of a couple, uh, got out of a couple crazy, uh, crazy tackles there um, against the Chiefs, but... I don't know if that's going to happen against the Rams. I think they're just too good. You got uh, Floyd as well coming down on you. So, And then, like, you're not throwing at Sori uh, DBs either. No. Like, you got Ramsey and uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Williams. Williams, yeah. Um, so it's. I think it's going to be tough for Burrow, honestly, facing that defense. So Yeah, it definitely will be. From San Francisco's point of view, we did sort of talk about Jimmy G there at the start, but more specifically... I personally do think that was probably the last time he plays for the Niners because I think you look at the other quarterbacks out there, they could probably get like at least a first-round pick for him. I'm not even kidding. There's just not enough 
quarterbacks out there he'll probably be a hot name on the market and all the teams are going to be looking for quarterbacks so i don't see why not so for them i feel like if they run back the same team they had this year next year i still feel like they'll be in big games if i said right now they'll be i mean obviously there's no roster movement yet but if i said they're back in the nfc championship game i wouldn't be shocked to me it didn't feel like the window was closing at all watching them today i mean they still got kittle samuel Ayuk, playmakers mitchell i just felt to me, like the quarterback deficiency was the reason they lost. If they had a guy who could step up there and make a throw at the end of the game, I think we're talking about the Niners in the Super Bowl. Do you agree with me there? I know you probably do. I do. Yeah, no, I... I <laughs> okay. Like, I feel like we've kind of beat the horse to death here, but uh, like I've said, I think the main problem is uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think it doesn't necessarily manifest on the stat sheet all the time, but uh, I think at the end of games, he uh, is limited in what he can do for you. And do you think you're fixing that with Trey Lance? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They're uh, kind of going, no. They're kind of going So no, downhill. yeah, so I don't think they're back in NFC contention because I think J- Jimmy Garoppolo is, is a better bet than Trey Lance, and he's essentially going to have his rookie year uh, next year, so I'm not very confident in him. Yeah, like, you look they, at the rookies this year, it was tough. So They've made it clear that they want to go to Trey Lance, and like that's I don't think that's an upgrade, so I think they're just going downhill, and it's just only going to get worse from here. I don't know. It depends how you feel about Trey Lance, I think, but I wouldn't be... How do we feel about Trey Lance oh, on the show? Well, we can, we've can. we got endless months Not to good. get into that, okay. but let's just talk about football, I guess, today. You know. Um, anything else you want to talk about on this game? OBJ loves the camera, like you said. He does. That was good. He's Everybody's a, his friend. He was giving some good advice to Debo. That was, his, been there that was his first game with 100 receiving yards since 2019, so that was three years ago. Ah, wow. Oh, wow. Three yeah. years ago. Tough day for Browns fans. You got to deal with the Bengals making the Super Bowl and OBJ making and the Super Bowl. Bucks fans too. It was a tough day. Well, why? Because we chose AB oh, over. We 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 chose, we chose AB oh, over oh. OBJ. Okay, That's suddenly why. it all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Too many letters. Yeah, too many OBJ letters. <laughs> In the words of Bruce Arians, too many letters. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a, a age like milk type yeah. of take right there. That is tough. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, you got to Debo Samuel crying. You got to be the first one in there to say, hey, Absolutely. it's okay. Yeah. Dude, I probably never talked to you before in my life, but listen up, man. It's okay. It's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, now we can move to the other game, I guess. Cincinnati obviously beat Kansas City. To me, this one felt like there was a little more to analyze in this game, which is right up my alley because I love that. But Cincinnati wins this one in overtime. I think the defining sequence of the game is Kansas City under two minutes and Reed and Mahomes more or less deciding, okay, we don't want to score right away. We want to take the clock down. We want to score at a point where Cincinnati can't get it back instead of just punching it in. Instead, they get a little too cute with it, and they obviously end up getting taking the first sack, and then they could have lost the game right away on the Mahomes yeah. fumble. Could have lost it right there. Didn't. They could have lost the game right away in overtime when he threw it right at Eli Apple. So they were lucky to still be in it then. And I felt like the right team won. I felt like Cincinnati played a much better second half. Their defense was phenomenal the entire second half. They neutralized Mahomes better than any team has in three weeks. If Buffalo wants to keep complaining about not making it, I understand it. But if your defense did 10% of what Cincinnati did today, you would have been in that game today. So I don't feel that bad about it. I felt like coming in, I immediately exiting, well, I would have liked to have seen the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I would have liked to watch Mahomes on the big stage again. But I don't feel bad for them at all. I felt like the better team won today. Phil, can I? I I I, uh, I actually totally agree with you there, and I think one thing I, I was thinking about today is if you look at the Bengals roster outside of the offensive line, it's one of the better rosters you'll find in the NFL. Like it's 
really doesn't have a lot of holes. Obviously, their corners and some piece of their secondary are not like you know elite, but... elite. But they're they're like Eli Apple has had probably the best year of his life. Bates made a huge play yeah. too there yes. towards the end to mm-hmm. deny that catch. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anyway, when you look at the we've mentioned this before, but Kansas City as dynamic as they are and as dynamic as their offense is, that roster has holes, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And so a lot of it is just Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill making up for those deficiencies. But I I agree with you. I think the team, the better team won today. Which is shocking. Yeah. Because I didn't see a world where they would be the better team today. I felt like Kansas City would sort of impose their will. And in the first half, it certainly felt that way. The game kind of turned at the last play of the first half, but that's just how I felt. Would you echo that? Yeah, I 100% agree. Like, they came off hot. What it was? What twenty one to th- to three? It was twenty one three, and then Cincinnati and, scored twenty twenty one ten, and then Kansas City gave it up on the one at yeah. the, on the last play of the first half. Yeah. Um. And just to come back against against the Chiefs team, I mean, you're you're in Arrowhead, so I I'm applauding the fact that they even came back, and then to limit them to put three or six points in the in the in the second half was was a great was a great effort by the team and. I I personally didn't like the play towards the end there with where where Kansas City had the ball, um, you know as Mahomes like just throw it away. I don't know why you're distancing yourself like at this point like you're just making it harder for the for, yeah for the kicker. I think all he wanted to do was stop, make sure the clock didn't stop. But I think that comes back to their whole conversation at the two minute warning of don't give them time to go down and score. So he just thought I can take a sack, but even then that doesn't make any sense to me. I. I have Mahomes. I scored in 13 seconds last week. I have three I, timeouts. I feel like I can score again, even if Cincinnati scores. I know. I, I I agree. They're trying to take it down, but like then he was just getting too cute where it's like, at what point is it more worth it to take the clock down than scoring a touchdown right now? Yeah. So so that didn't make sense to me. I don't know why they kept trying to do fancy. Play. I thought he had some guys actually open there um, mm-hmm. when they showed the, the aerial the view. He had a couple guys. Not sure. I guess he wasn't comfortable to make that throw but i thought he had a couple guys open um but and then when they win the coin toss i'm like well it's here over. we go again yeah. it's over like it's over their 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 twitter account was freaking out that they won the coin toss i'm like oh well here we go and once again i credit the bengals defense it was a three and out right yeah three and out start so and it could have been a pick six right away and it could have been exactly so big big ups to the bengals and like i said We'll get into maybe Joe Burrow later, but like I think the kid's gonna be a Hall of Famer. He he played a crazy game, so good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked Phil going through the Twitter after the game. It was uh, we won the coin toss, like all, all excited, caps. and then the next week was just final with the loss. Yeah, <laughs> Pray, dude, I feel so bad for the Chiefs fan. Oh, when is that team gonna catch a break? Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's uh, it's nice from a fan perspective, from my fan perspective, because it's like, um, you know, that's like just like arrogance. To think that you can, it's like you they they viewed, you know they weren't. It's not like they were on the one or the two. They were on like the five, yeah, or the four or the six. You know, around four, there, four, four, and and they it, it's just look. They looked so they thought so little of Cincinnati's defense, exactly. yeah, that they're like we yeah. don't even need like these first two downs. No, it wasn't. We only if need we're one shot. Score. It's when do we yeah. want to score? Yeah. yeah, and so I don't know. I I think obviously they have a reason to because they have Mahomes and Kelsey and all these guys. But uh, you know, it's nice to see arrogance get. Uh, kind of punished there a little yeah. bit yeah oh, it felt yeah. really good to me Justice. would you also describe arrogance as hmm, I don't know maybe spraying champagne after you won a mm. divisional game would you describe that as arrogance maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe Just you dancing game. on Sean Taylor's number yeah that was can arrogance. I also say I don't know if I'm the only person but when they had that shot of Joe Burrow sitting on the cooler I'm like mm. 
he finds a way to win this game. Wow, that really? was a raw shot. You, you, the I was camera like, got mm, you. this is gonna be the. Yeah, you knew at this funny, moment. That's Joe. a nice transition into the Joe Burrow <laughs> pictures of Joe. It Burrow is funny because we'll Joe Burrow always manages to find himself in like pictures in like cool poses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny how that it's works. Amazing. It's, it's yeah. really weird. It's almost it's like he sees these tweets where he's getting likes and he's like huh maybe i should like look for opportunities yeah. to be cool what yeah. do people like these days hmm. yeah. it's almost like that we could talk about that in a second but from kansas city's perspective i just want to say before we talk about the bengals and joe uh joe cringe um <laughs> do you think that at all mahomes contract goes up eight million next year and then it goes up I think 10 or 11 the year after to the actual number and the players are aging and they've been to four AFC championship games. Do you think they're kind of like proof of falling off because they have Mahomes, or do you think that there's a world where, you know, been to four straight AFC championship games, players are getting older, getting a lot of mileage on them that they're maybe not as easily back as they were this year, because to me, it didn't seem like, I mean, in the middle of the season, obviously they didn't have their best stuff. And they were obviously great last week. I'm not taking that away from them. But, I mean, you see a world where they can flip a switch anymore with these guys with so many miles on them. Yeah. You still think so? Yeah, I do. I, because I think this is the worst regular season team they've had with since they've had that core together. And they're still able to, like, even in this game, the first half, everybody I, everybody that watches football that I talk to is basically like, this is going to be a blowout. Like, the Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl. I said they might win 65-3. to three. Yeah. yeah. So, I think they have that switch. Uh, obviously, it's hard to win a Super Bowl. Like, newsflash. You've got to beat some good teams. But, uh, but I do think they have a year that they go into. Yeah, I'd be pretty surprised if they weren't the favorites next year to win the Super Bowl. Like, when the season starts, I feel like they'll be the favorites. Or, like, in August or whatever. I thought this was the off season though, where they kind of went off and you know spent a lot of money on the O line, brought in some other free agents. So um, because this was, I think, one of the last years where Mahomes' contract was still yeah down at the down and and manageable. But now, like the more it gets up, I don't know, it's going to be tougher to kind of construct the roster you want. Um, and I I personally think that some of their players are getting older and they won't have as much of an impact. Like I don't know if Tyreek Hill's going to be run be able to run as fast as he does forever. So. Um, and obviously Mahomes is a great quarterback, but it's it's a lot about the roster you have too. So um, I, I think it's going to be difficult for them. Yeah, definitely. Two-tone, you happy to see the Chiefs lose as a casual fan? Does that feel oh, good? Oh, I love it. I you love, love it? it? I don't know if I love to see the Chiefs lose or Burrow win. I don't know which one I like more. <laughs> oh, it's a combo. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of both. It's a bit of both. But, but everything about this game was nice. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. It was a good game. I thought Burrow had... His moments, I thought Mahomes kind of didn't. I really expected him to, like, as soon as I saw Tails, I thought the game was over. Oh, yeah. I thought that it was going to be decided on a coin flip again. But Mahomes kind of blew it in my eyes. He, $100 million or $500 million contract, and I don't know. that You're not not winning those kind of games against the Bengals. I, I, I honestly thought the Chiefs were the better team, but I see it. Now we could talk about the Bengals big win for them obviously i mean if you told me beginning of the year bengals are making the super bowl i would that's <laughs> that like, just sounds funny like thinking yeah about bengals are going to the super bowl i never would have thought i'd see the day in my whole life but joe burrow does it i mean before we get to the joe cringe part let's just talk about joe burrow the, the, on the field the guy's pretty good i'm not gonna I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like, i watch football that guy's good um no like Ali said i mean it's hard not to watch him in these last three playoff games have been like oh okay that guy could go to the hall of fame he got sacked nine times last week and he just kept getting up and making the big throws at the end of the games 
Today, I would have written them off for dead in the first half. I thought Kansas City had them dead to rights, but the guy on the field, unlike off the field, is pretty bulletproof at times. That's the way I see it. So don't be surprised if he goes in there in two weeks in L.A. and we're talking about him pulling off a big win. That's the point I'm at with him. He looks like he seems like he's never lost a big game. Yeah, I think his confidence level is through the roof, and I don't know if it's ever since. It seems like it's been ever since the national championship. Like he's just had this like confidence and swagger, and I keep thinking he's gonna wear off, but it doesn't. Um, and like you said, hit after hit, and he just makes big throws. Like the Chiefs would rush like four or three, even, and, and like get get to him, and he'd still make a great throw. Now, in part, obviously, when you have Jamar Chase, Boyd, and and Higgins, it's pretty it's good guys to, to throw to. Yeah. Um, but but nonetheless, I don't want to take anything from him. Like facing that pressure and still making great throws time after time, coming back at Arrowhead, like a great game. Yeah, yeah. I probably have more to speak uh, on the Joe Cringe side of the alter ego there. But as far as Joe Burrow on the field, like you guys basically covered it. I think we're all on the record, pretty much, as saying he's probably going to be a Hall of Famer. That we kind of predict that for him. Um, and I think yeah, he's just he's got something that you can't really teach, which is the ability to perform under pressure. So uh, I was like, I was extremely impressed with him today. I've been extremely impressed with him all year. And uh, I think it's time to kind of talk about him in the same category as maybe other like top five guys, in my opinion, especially if Brady retires, because that opens a spot up. He's working his way up there. There's yeah. really no doubt about that. Now about the Joe Cringe part of things. Yes. There's something in about 2015, maybe 16 range that I, as a hater, even in my young years, I I'm was a, a hater. hater. Owen's also a hater. <laughs> Alex is a bit of a hater. About? Just about. Are you, like, are you a hater? Like, would yeah, you I'm describe yourself as a hater? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like to hate. Adam's definitely <laughs> a hater. Tony's a lover, though. I'm I, a big lover. Yeah, Tony is a lover. He's a very kind soul, so it's not like... Uh, it's, 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 it's hard to hate. It's hard for Tony to hate. I can say that much. That's why you love the Lions. Oh, dude, I, lo- I like... I would hate them, but it's just something in me that just loves them. Like, yeah, I just can't hate on them. Like, it's tough. It's tough. You got to commit. You got to commit. I respect it. Now, in 2015-16 range, again, as a hater, I started to decide, you know what? Too many people like Steph Curry. I don't know what it is, but everybody just loves Steph Curry. I hate this guy. That was the decision I made. Mm-hmm. I started to coin this term where you're all of a sudden too likable. As In my brain is Curry syndrome. I don't mm. think that I don't mm. think that you're made to be liked by everybody. Is you know? that why you hate Odell? Well, is he like, I don't even think a, he's liked. When, he, when he played for the Giants, everyone loved him. I did. Well, I, I think a lot of people did. I don't think everybody loved okay, him. Okay, well, but I, I wouldn't say on this level. This level yeah. is a pretty unparalleled level. Yeah, good I point. find this whole Joe Burr, Joe Shiesty. I find everything really cringe. Him sitting on the Gatorade, I found cringe. Him saying, "I got the the cigar," like Owen said cringe the real diamonds i make too much money for them to be fake that was the, that was the worst Dude, the, cringe the, like mink jacket or whatever that was the, the mink nike yeah. coat yeah cringe i think three of the four people here agree with you and tony's the only one who does not i i will admit the um the chain that's i i make way more yeah that's a little cringe because yeah. he did say that other than that what is he doing just smoking a cigar like vibing being himself his his aura is just amazing to me i don't know his aura yeah it's just something about him something about him is just he's just different he's just different man he's just different phil Phil, to your to your previous point about the curry syndrome i i'm a big believer in that as well i just think it's like it's like natural like in the animal kingdom you've got the predators and the prey (laughs) you know there's got to be there's got to be balance and there has to be people that as many people like if there's a lot of people that love somebody there has to be someone else that kind of hates on them 
Yeah. And it's a, it's like a self-fulfilling like prophecy and a kind of like a cycle too, because they get hate and then they become like, they win. And then that feeds into like the cringe, like, oh, I love him because he like beat the haters. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's part of the circle of life in sports. Yeah. People are like Joe Burrow defining the odds. It's like, okay, yeah. Like I understand like he's a seven yeah. point underdog. I understand. But like, who's like... Oh, like Joe Burrow, like that guy's the worst. Like yeah. I, I, nobody's cheering against Joe Burrow. Why are people acting like he's like overcome yeah. like hatred? That's what I'm saying. Well, he overcame Urban Meyer, you know. <laughs> so that's why people have their feelings hurt really bad because um, Dwayne Haskins beat out Joe Burrow, so everyone's got their feelings hurt about that. I just the narrative that he's like this underdog is so bizarre to me because literally got an offer from Ohio State, went to LSU, like. Sure, it's not like five-star Matt Stafford, Georgia NFL first overall pick, but this guy... Well, he was the first overall pick. Which, so. But I'm saying, okay, this guy went to Ohio State. Oh, like poor... Like he's not going to start his freshman year or whatever it was, junior year. Like, okay. Goes to LSU, starts, and then wins a national championship with the greatest team of all time, and then gets drafted first overall, <laughs> and then has a, gets another, you know, great... has a great roster around him and goes to the Super Bowl his second year. Like, this guy, the, the whole idea that he's faced adversity, he might face... He might have faced the least amount of adversity I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think me and Owen kind of... Like, we were talking about it earlier. I think just... He's he's had too much success, yes, way dude. too quick. Where I'm just like, okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. This it's not supposed to be this easy. Yeah. Now I, I'm kind of half half on this. I think that the media is definitely feeding into this and helping him because I think in the last couple like months he started to oh wear the pink glasses because the media is all over his all, all over him. Yeah. So, uh, that that's the cringe part for me. The, the other half of that is that. The, the success and everything makes the praise worthy. I understand why he's getting the praise. Yes. But I just don't wish everybody was giving it. There can be some people who are like, oh, like, I'm just like not going to yeah. post my Joe Burrows, the king Photoshop, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to let it be for today. <laughs> yeah. But this is what it is with these with the professional athletes. You yeah. know, you don't go outside because everybody recognizes you, especially in Cincinnati. He doesn't do his own grocery shopping, doesn't mm-hmm. do anything. So what does that mean? He's tall and recognizable. So if he goes out, he's going to get mobbed. What does that mean? He's inside. He's on on his phone he sees the likes he sees the comments he's like oh yeah i'm just gonna keep feeding the monster i'm gonna keep feeding the beast yeah and if he lost today yes. the sports centers would have been like well shout yeah. out to joe burrow yeah, he on a great he season <laughs> yeah yeah and another thing is it's like you look at like a star like justin herbert and obviously he hasn't had the success that that you know as far as playoff success that joe burrow has but he obviously gets praised a lot he's in a big market big quarterback great first couple years but it seems like he doesn't care yeah, you know what I mean. Like he, mm. he obviously the praise he's is there. He's feeding into it, but he's yeah. just like you know he cut his hair that one time. He didn't like wasn't didn't make a big deal out of it, and then he just grew it back, and now he has the same hair, and he just like goes and like does his little press conferences, and then just that's it. But Joe Burrow, you can tell he hears what they say about him. He feels the praise, and he feeds into it, which is corny, super corny. Well, he'll I just the thing that pisses me off is that he'll just do the most like basic thing. Like he'll put a cigar that's, in his mouth, like whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> no one's ever done that before. It's like Owen we haven't seen freaking cuts. 50 videos about Larry Bird smoking cigars after he won the championship. It's like Joe Burrow's the first person to ever invent that. He he literally wears clothes to any game, the most basic clothes I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And it's like, yeah, oh, whoa, he came with the drip. He's going to drip all over Cincinnati. <laughs> shut up. Like, shut up. In the, NBA, in the NBA, that would be like, why is this guy dressing so formal to a game? Like, yeah. why is he yeah. so, like, toned down? Literally. Yeah. 
Dude, yeah. Tyler Hero put on his sunglasses, and a dude in the crowd said, "We're the ones who need the sunglasses." And he was yeah. like, yeah. "I knew you'd say that." Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Speaking of cringe, um, and we, and, and to the pick between them, literally, yeah. and some and some big media outlets, not gonna name names. But, like, they'll post the video of him with the cigar and doing the whatever the gun thing or whatever the hell. And they're like, oh, coolest person alive. Oh, Can you guys believe this? Yo, Alex, he's invited to the cookout, dude. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, let me dab you up, bro. You're a yeah. real one. So, I think as a podcast, as a podcast, we've made the decision... We're going to cheer for the Rams in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. God As part forbid. of the media. We yeah. we keep referring to the media in third person. We are part of the media. Yeah, true, true. So okay, we're the okay. good part of the media. Yeah, yeah true. We're, we got to balance it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what the props are for the Super Bowl, but... Whatever the the line is for Joe Burrow watching the Super Bowl trophy from a midfield, I want I'm hidden like that's I'm emptying the account on that one. Yeah, Just watching and, the presentation, yeah. doing the digs. Yeah, yeah, and this isn't an easy choice because that means we're we're siding with Matthew Stafford's wife. It is, which isn't oh. something I'm proud of, but I'll pick her over Joe Burrow. Yeah, it's a toss up. Well, maybe not. We're doing the right thing. We're going to cheer for the Rams yes. as a podcast. Yes. Okay. All right. That's our decision. And that means we get to support Tony. So it all works yes. out in the mm. end. Let's go. That's what I like to hear. Let's go. So Rams, Bengals. I was thinking about it before the game, after their Bengals won. And I was like, okay, Rams, 49ers. They obviously played in the Super Bowl before, whatever, 40 years ago. Some symmetry there. Will be an interesting game. And I was like, Rams, Bengals, kind of yuck. And then... After the Rams game ended, maybe I'm just talking myself into it. But I was like, you know what? This is a pretty good game. And I'm going to be okay well, with Well, because Joe Burrow's in the game. Well, yeah. well in cool. the, he's the coolest man alive, Phil. Like, that's why. Do you see, do you see the gun? The drip factor went up a lot. <laughs> yeah. He's going he's gonna to drip all over L.A. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Look out, L.A. He's going to be on the Put your jackets on. <laughs> no, all seriousness, I actually think it's going to be a decent game. Yeah. That's an okay too. game. Me too. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't hate it. Yeah. There's a little symmetry here. It's like a uh, young up-and-comer against a, a bunch of team guys who are like, it's now or never. We've never done this before. We need it right now. Yeah. yeah. I'm and, happy. Like The Rams are back after obviously losing the Super Bowl. They got their quarterback now. That's great to see. And then obviously getting the Bengals in. I mean, I like the Bengals haven't been in the Super Bowl in, what, like 30, 40 years. So it's good to see them because, um, you know, their fans have suffered for quite a bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Adam, what do you think of the matchup? I think it's good, um, and I think the best outcome for society would be for the Rams to win, just because it's yes. like these guys are all like, "This is our last chance." Like they're not gonna be back here, and Cincinnati still has time. So you know, yeah. congrats, you made it to the Super Bowl. Now you can breathe a little bit, maybe go back home, Joe Burrow, and we can be happy. You know what this feels like to me a little bit? What does it feel like? This feels like Dallas uh, Miami, twenty eleven. NBA Finals. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Cowboys, <laughs> Dolphins. Dolphins, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I was like, Whoa. Yeah, in week nine, the Cowboys, <laughs> Dolphins game. Yeah, that's what this is exactly like. Well, I thought he was referring to like Dan Marino versus like Troy Aikman. I was like, when the hell did you watch that? <laughs> no, that's a good comparison, a little bit. I can yeah. see it. It's like the Heat are kind of like, well, This actually, is our time. Like, we went all in. No, y- you know and what? No, actually, no, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> doing more thinking. I don't see it. But I'm saying it's like these old guys. It's like, this is our last run. You got all these vets, and we're gonna go get it. And then it's the other guys. They're like, you know, we're on the we're on the come up, basically. Yeah. And we okay. got the you know, best player in the world ever that ever existed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. LeBron and Joe Burrow do have a lot of similar. Like okay. LeBron likes to feed into the oh, yeah. media thing. Yeah. And well, they're both from Ohio. They're both going to the cookout. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if you knew this, but I mean, LeBron. I mean, if somebody's Wait, succeeding, did he, did he really? <laughs> if somebody's succeeding, I mean. 
well, how am it. I not going to be on his he team? Knew it, dude. He, he knew it. Yeah. yeah. He, was he knew the whole time. He, yeah. he knew it. That was the rumor. Yeah. Tony, casual fan perspective. You're, you're a Super Bowl watcher every year, I would say, since I've known you. Yeah. And you're a Lions fan, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, does this interest you? Oh, this interests me, like, a lot. And it might be just because, like, Matthew Stafford's playing in it, but... It might be. Okay, mine is Matthew <laughs> Stafford. Might be, might what interests you? Um, I, I, I really just want to see the defenses go at it. I, f- I feel... I feel... I feel... I, 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 I just want to see... This guy loves football. <laughs> like, I, I personally think it's going to be a slaughter. Like, I think it's going to be a slaughter. And for I who? So, for the under? Oh, oh, like, Rams, Rams are winning. Overall, I like this matchup. And I'm glad everybody mm-hmm. likes it yeah. because the least we deserve as a society is, listen, I commit countless hours, money, time to football every single year. So the least I can do is at the end of the year, it's like a year end party on the go away game. I understand there's only four quarters of football left. The least I can do is enjoy the game. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And let's be real. Niners Chiefs would not have been fun to watch. Oh, like, I would have talked myself into it, but I would not have enjoyed it at all. That's true. I agree. Whenever you get a first-time Super Bowl matchup between franchises, I always think it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. new yeah. blood. There's new nothing blood. wrong with that. Yeah, and I like the storylines here, as we mentioned. What do you think is going to be little prediction time? What do you think is going to be the hottest storyline this week? Obviously, there's two weeks of build up, but this week the hottest storyline. Here are your options. Okay, we got Matt Stafford, guy tries his hardest for ten plus years, can't make the Super Bowl, goes to Los Angeles, Hollywood ending in the Super Bowl in LA. That's your first option, okay? That could be a big storyline. We got Joe Burrow coming up, defying all the odds Mm. to become the coolest man alive and take the Bengals back to the Super Bowl. The Bengals haven't done anything in 30 years. They haven't even, you know, they've won no playoff games in 30 years, but now that they've got Joe Burrow, he's taken him to the Super Bowl. We've got Sean McVay against a coach who was formerly on his staff. Mm. Mm. He knows the tricks. Is he gonna? What's he, is he gonna put his little brain? He gonna go wormhole into mm. his brain for the mid-game game plan? How many challenges is he gonna do? Yeah, how many challenges is he gonna waste this yeah. week? Yeah, <laughs> these are some options. If you have your own, if you have your own what chase about, against Ramsey, I got one. What about like a, the two defenses going at it in a defensive classic? <laughs> yeah. It's on the table. It's on the table. I was gonna throw in a wild card. What about like? Because this guy's great at making stories. So, like, an OBJ, like, this guy finally got his big moment. Like, he's going to yeah. somehow get oh, some story. And then his dad posts a raw YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, yeah. OBJ is going to have a story coming out this week. <laughs> yeah, OBJ, how trash is Baker? And something yeah. like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. You can get that one going. Like a Player's Tribune type thing. Yeah. He'll get one out yeah. before the yeah. Super Bowl. OBJ, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He can pump one out. I guarantee you none of the stories are going to be about Cooper Cup because I know nothing about that guy's life or like yeah. anything about him. I heard some things about his wife this week, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was cool. But other than that, I know nothing about the guy. I love Cooper Cup. Yeah, that's why we like him. Yeah. You know, lunch pail type of guy. Yeah. I respect yep. it. You have any guess on the uh, big media narrative this week? You, you know there always is one. One always dominates. I'm going to go ahead and, and go with the Stafford thing. I think Kelly's going to hit the road again. She's probably got a, lot, a couple more you know, shows booked. She might go, she might hit like the Full Send podcast or something like that. <laughs> and uh, I think she's going she's gonna to drum up some narrative. I think Matt Stafford is, uh, I think it's a long time coming. Uh, obviously, Tony's here to vouch for that. But I think it, uh, there's a lot of people, I think he's just a likable guy. And there's a lot of people that are going to want to hear, uh, just going to want to see him do well, so. I'm one like of them now. One. I'm Me a too. Stafford guy Me for too. Tony. Let's go in tribute. I think it's 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 all about Stafford too. I agree. It's gonna whole getting traded to L.A. All the hype. Rams going all in. The Super Bowls in L.A. 
I Team just of Destiny. Team of Destiny. I just think it's, yeah, it's a given. Adam, you have a guess? Um, other than the OBJ one, I feel like we're kind of missing the obvious answer here of Joe Burrow. Like, we're probably already, like, fully into it. We're like, living the Joe Burrow if, timeline. If you're already scrolling through your timeline, you're already in the Joe Burrow story. So it's just going to be, like, <laughs> how many pictures can this guy take this week and what can we see him doing? So it's going to be that for a bit. For the first week, at least. It's We're still going to be on the aftermath of this win. I think so. You have any yes, Tone? Definitely the um, Matt Stafford coming out of the trenches of Detroit and sunshines and rainbows at L.A. <laughs> oh, they were the trenches, all right. Yeah, so I think that's going to be the big story. And, yeah, easily the Rams are going to win it all. So. And the story is going to be Matt Stafford carrying the team. So, I, And I'd love to see it. I'd love to see just homebred talent. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. So we're going to make our predictions at a later date, but because Tony won't be back before the Super Bowl, do you want to give out a score prediction? It's obviously credit to you because it's, you know, 14 uh, days away, but if you want to give one out, go for it. Like, it's it's going to, it's for sure going to be a blowout. 40 to 6. 40, 40 to 6. 40 to 6. Okay. Generous six points. Yeah, he's giving him an extra one. <laughs> 40 to 6. I respect it. I could see it. Tony's rocking with the Rams. <laughs> Exciting times. All right. Uh, the other big story this weekend was on Saturday. Tom Brady retired for about an hour. He, he dipped his toe in the retirement water. And we, we posted. The flag posted. Yeah, yeah, we did. I made a nice video. Um, you know, it was tough. Yeah, you, the hour that we thought he was retiring was an absolutely brutal hour. I yeah. think I spoke to all of you, but I, the most notable conversation I had was with Owen because we just shared 10 heartbroken gifts back and forth. <laughs> there was no actual context in the conversation, just 10 gifts of sad people over and over again. Owen's final gift was Kermit throwing himself off a building. <laughs> so uh, you'd safe to say Owen was pretty upset, but then out of nowhere, Tom's agent says, hey... Tom isn't retired. And then the Bucks GM says, hey, Tom is calling me and saying he's not retired. And then TV12 Sports deletes their retirement post. And then now we're here on Sunday night and he is not retired, I guess. So do you think, here's, here's where we need to get into, you know, tinfoil hat town. There's a couple options here. One, revenge for all the people who reported Deflategate on him and, and sentenced him to his four-game suspension, making them all look dumb for a day. That's one option. Second option is sort of um, like uh, see all the posts, see what's getting posted, and then say, okay, like this, don't like this. Take this one down when I actually retire. Keep this one, don't keep this one. Sort of like filter through it, like an organizing type bins thing. And then the other option, and I wrote it down, was in last year, Kim Jong-un faked his death to expose traitors in his circle. So maybe this is one of those situations. He says, hey guys, I'm retiring, you know, whatever. And then whoever sends the text, you're out. I was going to say, like, whoever... Yeah, yeah, like who's texting and who's posting on their Instagram story? Like yeah. you got to find that out, and that maybe who's just testing people. Wow, sometimes they do that in boxing, in in training camps because like <laughs> their trainers talk to each other, um, and so they they'll put like f- fake information there. Oh, a little filter. Yeah, yeah. See yeah. who's see what's getting leaks. out. See what's getting in. A little A B testing there. <laughs> a little A B testing. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a guess? Um, or do you think it was just maybe, an accident? Maybe he genuinely retired and saw that people were a little too happy that he retired. He's like, ah, I'm going to hang another one on you guys. So that's an option. Or I heard that he was sensitive to the NFL calendar because he knows how busy people are and how far in advance they need to plan. 
soon as the Super Bowl is over, Tom He's Brady out. is retired. I and saw he him. just floods. Just no one cares about who won the Super Bowl. It's just Tom Brady retiring. He does it on the Sunday morning of the Super Bowl, maybe. Just overshadow the whole game. Yeah, yeah, just overshadow the whole game. I saw Fire. he's in line to get a $15 million bonus on February the 4th if he's still under contract. So maybe that has a good inclination as to yeah, why he might want yeah. to stay around. Yeah. A couple extra days. I sure. don't know. Just a guess. But I think I, it was probably in all reality just kind of like an accident. Like somebody was like, Tom's retiring. And then... He's like, I, well, I haven't decided, but I'm going to retire. But I'm, I want to do it on my own terms. I got a banger video I'm cooking up right now. Yeah, <laughs> That video, dude, it's going to be on every Instagram story. Oh, yeah. Waterworks. Yeah. yeah, I was a little surprised. It was like Adam Schefter tweeted it, and then some other guys tweeted it. But it's like, I feel like Tom's the type of guy to make, like, post on his Twitter. Yeah. Like, he'll he'll post the video or a tweet or something. But I think he would be the first to leak his own yeah. Like, you know, Big Ben is not posting a retirement video. No. But no, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers is. Like, that's just how it goes. They're trying oh, to generate yeah. the traffic to themselves. Yeah. yeah. Le- LeBron might launch, like, a full feature-length film. Oh, dude, like LeBron's announcing his retirement film. five years in advance. <laughs> yeah. So he can get yeah, that's right. gifts for five years. Yeah. yeah. Here's yeah. a thought. Here's a thought. What if, like, <clears throat> this was, like a, pow- like, a power play? Like, what if he was, like... I don't know. I don't even know what he would have wanted. But what if it was like, hey, Goodell, I want you to, like, I don't want the, like, my running back with number seven anymore. Like, change that back. And Goodell's like, no. And he's like, well, if I do, I'm going to retire. And that's going to be bad for yeah. the sport. And Goodell's yeah. like, like, you're not, you wouldn't do that. And he's like, watch me do it. Workshop, and he retired. Workshop that one a little bit and no, but, uh, bring it me, back on Thursday <laughs> with a better but, theory on, than number so seven. I'm saying, I don't know what the thing you wanted, but I'm just saying, like, and then Goodell's like, oh, like, you're not going to retire. And he's like, bet like i will retire and he retired and then goodell's like no like tom i like i'll switch it back like we'll put the numbers back and he's like okay like all right and he pulled the reports back (laughs) again what are the odds on new jersey for leonard (laughs) Fournette? yeah again take that one to the workshop yeah i'll think about possible uh motivations there yeah because i think goodell and brady something tells me since deflategate they're not texting every day yeah something tells (laughs) me that's just something that's not happening but no, I do think it was an accident. But I do think he'll actually retire still. I think that's going to happen. Me too. But I think he is in the lab cooking up the video and he just doesn't want to. Wait, know. how is that an accident though? Like, like how do you accidentally <laughs> That's retire? where my that's where my theory hits a like, bit. Like were of a you snag. like someone was texting Schefter and then they forgot to send the other half of the text maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it could be it could be as simple as like he's talking to someone and he's like, you know, I'm thinking about retirement and the guy didn't hear the word think like he's thinking about it and the guy's yeah. like, Oh, he's gonna retire and he just leaked it and then yeah, it's a pretty big accident. That's though. a pretty big mistake. <laughs> I know, but but imagine you're not the first guy and you hear that news and you're like, I need to post right away. You're like, I need to be the first guy. It's like when you play telephone as a kid and you yeah. say the phrase and then the next person whispers and, into the next yeah, person and, then and one like guy messes it up and because it's Tom Brady retiring, you're not gonna not post it. Yeah. Right? yeah, but Adam Schefter's big enough where everyone's going to be like, okay, hold on. Like, I got to wait if he posts no. or if Ian Rappaport posts. No, that's true. That's true. They're but, big enough because no one's going to trust it. So take your time making sure that you're reporting your sources That's true, correct. but Schefter's not getting scooped on the Brady retirement. Like, he's like, like he's not he's not going to let, like, you know, whoever, yeah. Yeah, Joe Blow or from down the street. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to let Mary Kay Cabot, like, break the news. Yeah. Mary Kay Cabot. He's not going to let LeBron tweet about Brady before he does. Exactly. Yeah. He's not going to get scooped. Yeah, LeBron sources, my friend Tom Brady's retiring. <laughs> well, I One think it would have been an even bigger power move. You see all these, like, the score and Barstool, they're all, like, posting, like, all these, you know, oh, the GOAT, the greatest to ever do it. And then Schefter or Ian Rappaport just say, no, not oh. confirmed. Not that would have been heat. That would have been if if they're saying not confirmed, then it's like, whoa, kudos to you guys. Yeah, but instead Put it had to come from Tom's this. agents. I think that I think in all reality, he's preparing to retire. Yeah. 
Yes. And they got this information that he's putting the wheels in motion. Uh-huh. And they go, okay, let's just, we're, this is going to yeah. get 100,000 retweets. Because in all reality, Adam Schefter's doing his job when, he getting, when getting information that he thinks is valid that Tom Brady's going to retire. That's what I think. Yeah, but it's like, hey, you weren't supposed to say this until February 5th. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I didn't get that part. Best before it. date type yeah. deal. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Except best after. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Something like that. Yeah. Other theory. Last thing on this. Other theory. Giselle just sent the text. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She took the phone. Yeah. Classic. <laughs> They're like messing around. Yeah. He's I, like, oh, I'll, I'll send it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oops. Uh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> I like the tweet that said, the greatest athlete of all time retires to spend more time with his supermodel wife. <laughs> what? I'm like, yeah, that seems fair. Yeah. Nice. Good life for that guy. Yeah. Um, if he does actually retire, we'll, we'll have a more serious conversation about things. That's what I'll say. But this one was pretty jokes. Looking back on it, it's kind of funny because an hour I was devastated. The next hour I was like, oh, like we're fine. This That's, is a, yeah, this yeah. is a nice little story for his, you know, documentary that he ends up making. I'm yeah. sure he'll make it's a like documentary fourth. and then it'll be like a cool little, oh, well, people thought I retired and then couple, he's doing like, a documentary Brady's, right now. The Brady Six was like 2000. Like- no, but this one, the theory, the new working theory is that this one he's got like three episodes left he's going to retire in the last one that's the new oh it's like a netflix it's it's on espn yeah it happens once a week oh so it's gonna be like it it's not on netflix though no it's on espn oh so it's like hold on and then people fast forward to the end to see what happens what happens yeah yeah yeah. what happened to ab's netflix show that's a question nobody asked (laughs) (laughs) i want to see that one yeah i'm sure you do i don't personally um we could do our weekend winners and losers now i would say it's time the thing is and uh i'll do losers first because this ties in and i'll just go right for it Mm. a loser is the flag on the play podcast because Mm. there's one football game left this season we've already talked about that but there's no football game next week wow what have we done for the last five months on this show on sundays we've talked about football for like an hour Next week, we might just sit in silence for like 20 minutes. You I guys don't, don't want to talk me. about where Ben Simmons is going to get to? <laughs> you guys don't want to do that? We're going to do picks for the Pro Bowl? Or? Yeah, yeah. Pro Bowl dodgeball game. Who's going to win? Yeah, yeah, something like that. I think I'm the biggest loser here, too. Like, Oh, yeah, that might. It's going to be tough. Well, Adam, you're going to still be here. I'm not like. I'm going to have to study up a little bit. Mm. We're going to come up with interesting things dude, to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we'll have an Adam F1 corner. In March, dude. F1 in yeah, March. F1 in March. We're on that. F1 I'll get, in, F1 I'll in I'll get March. onto the Netflix series. That, That's dude. a good idea, a little book club. Yeah. But we're losing that on Sundays. We're losing picks on Wednesdays. What are we going to wow. pick? Darts? What are, like, what do we do? I don't understand. We're going to have to come up with new ideas is our point. So we're a loser this week for that. And then my other loser is Publix. I don't know if you guys saw this, but that's a grocery store in James the USA. Winston made famous. Yeah, James Winston did make Publix famous yeah. back in the day. But there was a video circulating, and the guy said the NFL is scripted, and it's because at Publix they only have two balloons up in their chip aisle. And it was, you know, in the like Super Bowl like ads, they do like the chips and the soda, like the Pepsi. You know what I'm talking about in the grocery store yeah. when they put it all in one section for yeah. Super Bowl? They only had Chiefs balloons and Niners balloons. Uh. And he said the NFL is scripted because Publix only has these two balloons up. So now Publix has to, you know, they thought they could cheap out by predicting what was going to happen. And instead they got to, you know, expedite shipping, you know, yeah. pay that extra charge <laughs> overnight package and get the new balloons. Up. Yeah. Roger Goodell wrote the screenplay. He, he did. Yeah. He did. The script writers were going off this year. So respect. Okay. My first loser this week uh, are the is the Raptors. And this is like a, 
Oh no! I'm already this pissed. And it's Raptors T-shirt. <laughs> my, I'm wearing a Raptors T-shirt, and this is like a, a winner. They're they're they're. Uh, well, you put them well, in losers. So. They're a winner. They're, they're, they're a loser, but they're also a winner in this story. So they're kind of like a neutral. Um, so they played like uh, I don't remember. I think it was two days ago or three days ago. It was a they ended, they were playing the Heat, and it ended up going to triple overtime. And uh, I'm just gonna read the minutes of the starters because it was uh, it was wild. Uh, Pascal Siakam played 57 minutes. OJ Anunoby played 56 minutes. Scotty Barnes played 56 minutes. Fred VanVleet played 54 minutes. And Gary Trent Jr. with a 30-piece played 56 minutes. It was the first time that uh, all all five starters played 53-plus minutes. Or sorry, it's the first time a team has had five players go for 50-plus minutes in a game during the shot clock era. So, uh, loser, they're winners because they ended up winning the game in triple mm. overtime, which is, that's kind of the point. But they're also losers because they're probably pretty tired. So, yeah. yeah yeah nice can i just say as a raptors fan this this has kind of been an issue for me i just nurse only trusts like six players on the team and it's he's only true. willing to play those six players so when you have a six-man rotation yeah i don't think that's very fun or really a recipe for success to go you know make go on a run deep in the playoffs or anything so either he's just crazy and just actually thinks a six-man rotation can work or he's telling Masai everyone sucks so bad look I have to play everybody 50 minutes a game it's a little combo maybe so a little combo so I think he's just trying to send a message to Masai and be like I need help I yeah. think so, Fred Van Vliet's knee might actually just fall off his and body and that's what I'm saying like, like let's meet off the bone yeah yeah, yeah. he even before this oh like at this like the first game of the season he played like 44 minutes I'm like <laughs> oh, That's this is what so we're doing odd. now. Yeah, this is what we're doing. No po- backup point guard? Uh, fine. Yeah, he That's just okay. plays double. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's an L. 50 plus minutes each. Tough. Alex, what are you putting down um, this week? So I'm going to put myself first as a loser, and I think we all know why. I came very, very close to predicting the Super Bowl, so it does hurt a little bit. Got half of it right, got the Rams in, but Joe Burrow was just way cooler than Patrick Mahomes, which is, I think, an actual fact. Like, I don't really like... Mahomes that much so I'd rather Joe Burrow be in the in the Super Bowl but I was close but at the same time I was spared Jackson Mahomes just TikTok and all the Super Bowl TikTok and you know so that would have been tough and my second loser this actually happened a couple weeks ago I think but we didn't really mention it on the pod it's actually the Bucks Twitter now um, I'm sure we all heard about um, Grayson Allen with that really really dirty play on Alex Caruso yes pretty dirty play like he essentially threw Caruso down midair and Caruso just came back I think from like a knee injury or something and it was his first game back throws him down on a hard foul breaks his wrist he's out six to eight weeks and I mean the Bucks are you know NBA champions so they can you know tweet whatever they want the morning after so great tweet they tweet a gif of Grayson Allen eating a donut saying good morning Bucks fans the right the morning after that happens After everyone's like, get we want his head, suspend him. They tweet that. So I mean, very classy organization tweeting that. You just your guy took out a guy for six to eight weeks, broke his wrist, and you're gonna tweet him eat a gif of him eating a donut. Pretty classy celebration. Yeah, you gotta unbelievable. Gotta just losers. <laughs> Alex is not a fan of other Eastern Conference teams. If you couldn't pick that up, yeah, I really don't like anybody on the East. So. <laughs> yeah, bad yeah. news for Tony's Pistons. Mm. No, nah, they're it's okay. They're they're not pissing me off yet. They're like maybe them and the Magic. I'm okay. With. Wow, that's some disrespect. That, <laughs> that is disrespect. <laughs> that is some disrespect. Um. So yeah, those are my two. I respect it. It's winter time. 
And my first winner, I actually have two winners this week, and they're both from the world of soccer. But I'm going to make it very brief, and I'm not going to go into detail so Owen listens the entire time. That's that's the point. <laughs> that's the goal. My first winner is sweatpants. And Adam knows what I'm talking about right here. The Canada goalie. Canada is now first place. Canada's going to go to the World Cup, it looks like. I don't want to count the chickens before they're hatched, but it seems like Canada's going to go to the World Cup. And their goalie plays in sweats. He plays in literally gray sweatpants. It would be like if Matt Stafford came out for the Super Bowl in a pair of gray Nike sweats. This is what it would be like. The guy's old, he's balding, and he just plays in sweatpants. I'm not sure if there's an idea behind it. I'm not sure if his legs are naturally cold, but it's a dripped out look. Joe Burr should give it a try. Is That's that my take. Like, yeah, yeah. So, like, goalies normally like you can wear pants as a goalie, and a lot of them do. But he just chooses to rep the great sweatpants. So it's like it's like in baseball when the pitcher gets a hit and they put on the, the, coat. <laughs> the yeah. winter coat. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of got to keep like. the arms warm. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, for- pumping them on the baseball exactly and my second winner here i mean shout out to canada by the way good good job you know go canada good effort yeah well good good job good win <laughs> and my second winner is stalking so i'm not sure if the fans at home are where i'm gonna make this as simple as i can without going into details there's a club called arsenal that are looking for a new striker they've been looking for this position for a while so the fans spot a guy who fits the profile in london in the area of the team they go whoa What's this? What's this here? This guy's in London. He's at the club. They go, yo, are you coming? Whatever. He sort of gives him a wave. Then the next day they see him. He's at the shopping mall. And they're like, oh, wow, this guy's at the shopping mall. Like, this is so interesting. And then uh-huh. they see him in this car and they're like, oh, like this guy's driving a car. So totally normal thing to do. Look up when the car was registered on the license plate. Uh-huh. Turns out it was registered in January 2020. Uh-huh. Oh, he was sort of around the stadium in, in a two kilometer radius. This must mean he's signing. So they just jump jump to the conclusions. He's signing. They already they said, you know what? We did the stalking. We figured out he's signing. No, he's not. He was just visiting. <laughs> so you know, stalking's a winner. Just you know, creep wow. the guy out completely. Make sure he never comes back to so, London. Whatever it might be, I don't know. Good job on the stalking though. Did did so? Did they like report on the signing? So it was like was it like a Shefty situation? No, not a Shefty situation. Okay. But the fans were like. It's yeah. happening. The right. car was registered this year. Yeah. No, yeah. you know, it could have been a rental. No other reason <laughs> that, you know, just jump to the conclusion. That's the whole point. 2022 Rolls Royce registered this month. He's signing. <laughs> there were tweets that were like, he wouldn't buy a car and register it and, and register it if he wasn't staying. It's As like, if he doesn't make like 200 grand a week. Yeah. Well, maybe he didn't buy it. That's the whole point. Anyway, what you got? Um, I got, so I can start. Uh, my first winner this week is we, I mentioned her a little bit earlier, but uh, it's Kelly Stafford. Let's and go. let's go, Kelly. What I alluded, what I think we alluded to before was uh, just that she's been in the news a lot. Uh, and you might be saying, who is Kelly Stafford? Well, it's Matt Stafford's wife. Take a guess, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it's Matt Stafford's <laughs> wife. Um, and she generally the Staffords keep a pretty low profile because he doesn't have like uh, he doesn't have Instagram. I don't think he's on social media. Uh, but she is, and this week she was making the media rounds after the big win against the Buccaneers. Uh, and she went on some podcast, I'm not sure what it was, uh, and she had a, a very interesting theory about the uh, end of the uh, Rams-Bucks game. So as to, to jog everybody's memory, at the end of the game, pass rush came, they blitzed, Matthew, they blitzed Stafford, and he threw like a 40-yard pass over the top of the defense to Cooper Cup to set up a game-winning field goal. Now Kelly was basically trying to say, because Matt doesn't really talk to the media like that because he's not on social media, she was trying to say that Matt waited until Sue was 
then Dominican Sue was obviously played for the Bucks was in his face before throwing the ball, just so like kind of like despite him his, because they had his beef former his teammate. teammates. Yeah, yeah they'd beef his former teammate. Like Sue kind of like doesn't really get along with people, uh, and they'd all they'd all, before in the earlier in the game had sort of like a little scrap. So uh, yeah, I just so want to. She's call, a winner. I know that's like <laughs> we're dissecting football and so explaining what? to us simpletons how it works. So how come every week you come in with an ironic winner, no, an ironic not, loser, instead of just flipping? This them? is not an ironic. This is a like a serious winner. <laughs> Why can't you just she won because she's like the hottest thing in football right now media let's go yeah because everybody <laughs> wants a piece of kelly way to put on their show <laughs> let's fix those settings yeah so here okay. let's maybe do the work maybe, yeah t- workshop let's, session let's change hottest that. thing in football <laughs> let's let's make sure that it flows as one sentence hottest right. thing in football media a right, little, right, little different right. if you're saying hottest yeah. thing in football right and let's now. not say everyone wants a piece of kelly let's, <laughs> yeah. let's change yeah. that let's yeah. ask that one kelly's takes yeah yeah interesting just a little workshop there right what you got? Um, my first winner here is a concussions, actually. So they made a strong comeback today. Oh. Um, and this is college basketball. I don't think we've ever really talked about college basketball on the on the oh, pod. Not oh, much. We will be doing it soon. But though. we'll be probably doing it soon. Um, so the Kansas basketball men's team, um, they were running out of the tunnel. I don't know if you guys saw this oh. video. <laughs> they Did were, I ever? <laughs> they were running out of the tunnel, and there's this like little scoreboard. like It's a mini scoreboard, not too big. What would you say? <laughs> Probably like a uh, picture like backboard sized. Maybe. Yeah, no. backboard sized. Or no, like, like, like a regular TV size. Backboard. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a TV like size. Like, yeah, 50 like just inch a fi- TV. yeah, 50 inch TV. And it's just kind of plastered up there on the wall that's that's leading out to the to the tunnel. And, you know, boys are hyped. Like they're running out. And fans are hyped too because they're are, banging on the board. Yeah, they're banging on the board. And I guess someone didn't tighten a screw well enough. Or I don't know what happened. Maybe the fans are banging too hard. And the thing just comes unhinged and falls, and it's ha- but it's still hanging. So like three guys just bang their heads consecutively on the on the scoreboard, and I'm like, oh my god, like concussion protocol right now. The best part is they just kept running. Yeah, they just kept running. Like I, if I got hit by a scoreboard in the head, I would have stopped. They just kind of ran through. They're like, yeah, that felt good. Let me go dunk. So. So and it and it because I don't know if they didn't see it, I don't know like they must have been so focused during the game that maybe they were like running with their heads down or something. But how do you not hear like three consecutive bangs and it just kept hitting their heads? So and then some of the guys eventually moved around it, but it was definitely weird. I got a theory here for why they might not have noticed. Have you ever been hiking and there's like a you're going in the woods? Yeah. And there's like a branch that like you have to move out of the way and it yeah. hits the person behind you. Ooh. Yeah. And then you don't like say like oh like there's this branch here and then everybody just gets hit because you just like were lazy and didn't tell anybody like that might have been it they might have just head down and like and the guy was like oh like he got his head hit but he's like oh they'll figure it out like they probably saw me but they didn't see him because they had their heads down too that's so then it was just hunt actually yeah. that actually makes a it lot is. of sense and I, I when, see that because it's like why like this is so obvious why um, would I turn back around and tell exactly. them hey guys watch out yeah like, yeah. They're like you just idiots. heard me yeah. get a concussion <laughs> yeah <laughs> which then pokes a hole in the, it's the theory itself because like why didn't they you yeah know? exactly yeah. So well you just saw the flat screen run into my teeth so i'm not gonna tell you that it happened yeah. i'm not gonna be like whoa guys slow down yeah 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 no medical intention and my second winner here actually i don't know if i should do two more i'll do i'll do <laughs> this up, one then we'll see up. okay my my second winner is uh little debbie i'm sure we all like little debbie we like <laughs> the oatmeal cream pies the cosmic brownies 
little snacks, right? You guys have had those. Yeah. Owen's looking at me like no. he's never. Owen's looking at you like you have four heads yeah, right now, but I know what you're talking okay. about. So okay, okay. Well, little Debbie fans. Anyways, they're making ice cream. <laughs> no way. Stop. Dead ass. Ice. They're making ice cream. Yeah, they're making cosmic brownie ice cream. They're making honey bun ice cream. <laughs> they're making ice cream versions of all the best treats. So you already know I'm gonna be stocking up my fridge with those. The fact you you guys have not had little Debbie, so that's my winner. And then quick last winner here, Skip Bayless. Oh yeah, he announced he, he Fox guy, pretty pretty cool podcast himself. Um, he announced to the world that just sports have been his whole life, and that I think he's been through three marriages, and every time he's told his wife, sports are number one, you will always come second. Yeah, because sports are my life, so and I don't have time for you. And the so kind of sad thing is, is that his like wives thought that he was joking. Cause he's like, I won't have kids because I won't be able to dedicate any time because I love this, I love the game so much. Well, he's like married three, to the game. He's married to the game, technically. Yeah. yeah. So now he's on his third wife. Yes. And, yeah. and she, and he admitted that she is, one uh, B. Yeah, that's what he said. So that's pretty good improvement. That is. That is. I saw somebody said. Uh, Man said, "Love comes and go, and LeBron hate is forever." Yeah, that's what he said. So he has no kids. No kids. Yeah, no he said kids. He was never allowed. He's never let himself consider having kids. No, it was so, a pretty powerful video. It was pretty powerful. That's like sick. respect for him to you know admit it. And if you're so passionate about something, and I mean he had a, I mean it's a fair case. Like if you're just you know not ever gonna be there, I guess oh, for dude, your kids. If you didn't want to be a bad father, so I mean I respect that. Yeah. yeah. If you're gonna hate on LeBron every day, like you can't exactly take days off. Like, yeah, you can't take days off, and then you make it hard for your kids at school. Yeah. Your dad's hating on LeBron. What's going on? Yeah, like he knew said. all that. He took all that into the equation and and, and he it was like made a take. Your dad said like Baker Mayfield, he would still take him number one overall last year. Yeah. Yeah. That's a heater. Yeah, that's a heater. So he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Yes, he did. Hot take of the week. Time. It's time, and then we can spit it, and then we can roll. I'll go. I'll go. I think Adam's going to like this one. Oh, the Denver Broncos hired a new coach. Nathaniel Hackett is his name, if you didn't, if you weren't already aware. And uh, this guy, I think he was the Packers offensive coordinator for clarification, and my man right here cracked the case. He figured out why the Broncos would hire the Packers offensive coordinator. He says, well, he actually, he starts it out, oh, with, yeah. a, he starts it out with a little bit of a diss, actually. He says, quote, imagine hiring a dude named Nathaniel to be your coach, lol. And okay. then he says, this is likely due to the Broncos wanting to bring in Aaron Rodgers. If scoring 10 points at home as a one seed in the divisional round is supposed to scare Mahomes, it didn't. Rodgers would be better going off somewhere where he can actually win a, da- win a division like Dallas. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> okay. So Rodgers to Dallas. Start the train I right mean, now. He would win both divisions, but that's okay. Hey, he's got to win the division. I did see that they signed him, though, and I did think of the Rodgers thing, so... You also cracked the case. Yeah, I cracked the case as well. Congratulations. Thank you. What are you throwing down? So, uh, Adam alluded to this earlier in the show, but uh, obviously we saw the Chiefs lose um, in heartbreaking fashion. Um, And there were all sorts of takes that were flying around, but one that was, you know, especially notable came from uh, KMBC, which is Kansas City's, it's a breaking news station, local news in Kansas City. Uh, and the tweet was like a graphic of Mahomes throwing the ball, and then it had some text over top which said, uh, quote, we were never supposed to be here. They counted us out, they put us down, but this team battled back. We did it once, we'll do it again. Thank you for an incredible ride this year. Um, now you might think, look, they, you know, they, they, we, people, 
some people in this room count did count them out and put them down for like two weeks. Me, yeah, but, and Alex, but and we, Owen. <laughs> so that they're talking about us. I mean, I wasn't gonna name names, but uh, you know, Phil did that for me. Um, <laughs> but you, but let me just point my attention to the we were never supposed to be here. So they were Super Bowl favorites at the start of the year. Yeah, yeah. Mahomes was the runaway MVP favorite, like five to one. Fact. Um, and had like, Jackson Mahomes making TikToks. Jackson Mahomes making TikToks and like. Pretty much everybody in the world thought they were going to be back. Yeah. And they oh, were yeah. supposed to be there. Yeah. So. But they're not to, supposed to be there. But they're not supposed to be there. No. So, uh, yeah. You know, shout out to them for overcoming, like, the best quarterback in the league, best coach in the league, and two of the best receivers in the league. Because that's. That's a tough hill to climb. That is pretty yeah. tough. Yeah. Yeah. You, gotta, you can't start a disadvantage like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alex was getting ready to do some Joe Burrow. Did you Did you throw a. Uh, no, audible? I just kind of came up with one, and it's actually our boy Colin. Colin. Um, coward. Coward, yeah. I talked about it earlier. I just think it's a hot take that, you know, they touched on the topic. And this isn't just him. I've heard this from a lot of people um, that, you know, Brady doesn't want to play in Tampa because it's like loose. It's not it's not like New England as if the city can completely influence how you run your freaking team. 4 p.m. drinks. 4 p.m. drinks was a reason that was brought up as to why Tom Brady doesn't like the way the Bucks are run and coached. I guess, you know, Bill Belichick was just drawn to Boston because, oh, it's a very serious city and no one drinks drinks at 4 p.m. <laughs> oh, I bet you're busting. And I guess Bill Belichick, if you were to ever leave Boston, he's not allowed to go, like, south of Kansas because everywhere else it's laid back. Laid soft, back. Yeah. yeah, it's soft. It's laid yeah. back drinks. Look at the Rams where that got them to, yeah. you know, being south and, and warm climate. The Bucks also, you know, they got to a Super Bowl because, you know, they were being lazy and not showing up to practice. So I just think it's a hot take to even mention. That makes no sense. I like and how... Bruce Arians, sorry, Bruce Arians is not a laid-back coach. Phil mentioned this. He literally punched a player in the head for not doing the right thing. He kicked... He, told, he had that whole Antonio Brown thing. Like, he's a pretty tough coach, so... Yeah, it made no sense. Yeah. I liked uh, how Colin said that's why he doesn't want to be a buck. Like, he didn't sign there two years ago. Yeah. Like, yeah, Colin, he like could have picked every other team. Yeah. 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 And he's like, yeah, he signed with the Bucks because it's very laid back over there. Mm. Uh. Interesting. <sighs> I think it's laid back anywhere where maybe Bill Belichick doesn't coach, but yeah. yeah. I guess so. So, yeah. I swear, Colin sometimes just like, <clears throat> I feel like he goes in the show just like with a take in mind. Like, Brady didn't want to be in. Tampa Bay. He doesn't want to be in Tampa Bay. And then he just like fills in the gaps. You know, like think of like, <laughs> yeah, like the, how can I relate this to like a marriage or like the workplace and then just like fill it in from there. Yeah, his producer just rents out a fill in the blanks calling. <laughs> like a Mad Libs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just fills in the blanks. So yeah, he loves the city talk. He does love Anytime city talk. Anytime you can bring up Connecticut. Do it. You know, it wasn't working in, in, Tampa, in Tampa Bay. Like, and then he's talking about the coach. He's like, Belichick and Brady like worked. Like it worked really well as if yeah. they didn't have like huge problems and never ate dinner and then it was like but bruce arians kind of worked kind of worked and then uh, it stopped working it's like i mean they won a super bowl first year number two seed like a couple injuries away from the super bowl like obj yeah. would be in the super bowl you know so yeah it's just absurd yeah. oh well he doesn't want to be a buck but he signed there like 24 months ago so. yeah he just signed a contract extension last winter yeah <laughs> yeah after he won a super bowl yeah <laughs> <laughs> Good takes, good takes. It was good. It was it was a good day. It was a good Sunday. Tough. We got one Sunday to go. We'll enjoy it while we can. Well, ten. We got the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. We got the Pro Bowl. Yeah, so. uh, ten out of ten today for everybody. We got. We had Tony here, but Tony's gonna come back probably in maybe I don't know around Draft a month. Day? Maybe a month. We maybe. can talk about some Champions League for you. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh. But if the Rams win the Super Bowl, <clears throat> yeah, then if, we have to have an emergency call in. Guest. We might have call. to zoom you in. Wow, dude, I'll be electric. I'll be, it'll be insane. <laughs> I know it will be. Tony never disappoints. That's the thing about Tony. He's just, I appreciate you guys, by the way. Wow. For, for wow. I mean, like, you guys are awesome. Wow. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> thank you. Every time Tony comes on, he sincerely thanks us. It's like, wow. No, you're going to come back and you're going to play, a, we're going to have a draft for you. Let's we're going to play a pivot. You're going to play a pivotal role in that. Let's episode. go. Don't worry. So that's coming soon. But we just, you know, we had to get a little Stafford analysis right away. We had to get it over. Love to see it. You do. You love to see it. But it's a 10 today for me. Yeah, it's got to be a 10 for me after missing out on a great week of football last week. So yeah. I kind of can't get over that. Sorry. Yeah, 10s. Yeah, it's a 10. Had to run a nice little double mic set up here, but we made it happen effortlessly. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no mistakes here. No mistakes. No mistakes at all with double mic set up for the first time ever. Yeah. 10, I'm looking forward to uh, picking the NFC on Wednesday. So. Nice. Yeah. The, the Pro Bowl. Yeah, nice. In the dodgeball game or in the, in the actual game? Both. Both. They're sweeping it. You're in NFC tac toe Who's winning kick-tac-toe? <laughs> I got to think about that one. Yeah. Greg, gotta go to the I got to see the contest yeah. participants. Greg the leg. Anything to say before we go? It was actually the second time we used the double mic. You can't disrespect uh, Ryan Nealand. Mm. We oh, ran the yeah. double mic with him. He'll be back as well in yeah. very short order. And Owen and I actually switched spots, so this was, it was quite the performance, yeah. Yeah. I think. It was. It we. This were, was like Nadamakan Sue running in our face, and, and we still, threw a perfect dime. Yeah, and we waited until and we the waited. Second. Yeah. You know, this was like when you get Trent Williams and run him, sprint him at the yeah. linebacker from the other side. Yeah, like just flip him on the formation. Yeah, I was like, gonna say it's like Joe Burrow overcoming all the odds. True. Yeah. yeah, true. Like, yeah. do Owen and I want to switch spots? Let's no. overcome the odds and make it harder. <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. respect. That's what you got to get to. Ever, I love it. So, so cool. So cool. Joe, cool. Joe, Ooh. cool. Anyway, well, everybody enjoy the start to your week. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Try to enjoy it. Just, you know, football's dying. Okay, bye.